0: Paul, welcome back. They, um we've finally been able to muster the energy to do another podcast. I'm actually a set like that, so technically I shouldn't be able to pronounce this man's name. But because Big Angie's in the building, we thought we would do a wee podcast. Pierce is in Dublin, Lee is joining us for Belfast and myself the Conley City, Edinburgh. Lads, how are you getting on? How are we keeping?
1: I don't know. Great, mate, great. Um enjoy the summer break. In uh, in Ballet horn which is like the Irish version of Yoker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking COVID shit. Well, let me but... sketch incoming. Yoker, <laughs> <laughs> aye. So um, it all good, all good. What did you uh, what did you think of Big Anja's first day in the in the building?
0: The first question was gold. The um, was it even a question? Uh, uh no, it was a monologue. I was actually squirming. I, I struggled to listen to most of it. Some of the <laughs> guys' points was alright, but he, he, you couldn't hear him properly for the tinfoil that was rattling a bit on top of his head. But um <laughs> He's definitely the the guy
2: that was telling Griffiths the world was flat. It's definitely that
0: Yeah. Uh your man in the car. I, yeah. I, no, it was a weird one. Um especially because it upset well, I actually thought the I actually thought it was good. I think I was I'm quite surprised the fact that we are the biggest Celtic podcast kicking about, and somehow the phone never rang in three cities. I've my head trying to no. work out. How, no. I, I think we're the only, pe- the only group of people that have ever done a podcast mentioned the name Selig were not invited to that 600 <laughs> strong media band conference. I know but exactly, I know exactly why. I Anyone, know exactly why we weren't invited.
2: Because those no, exactly. are too good.
1: <laughs> They're too Republican. Well, that's They're not, like,
2: I, think, I think John Joe Kenny probably said, Never let those guys in there.
1: <laughs> especially Thanks, that Salon card
0: he needs to go they, no I, to be fair see being honest I thought I, I honestly think that things like fan engagement's good um, if, if nothing else it debunks some of the myths that mainstream media put and just lie um, I've seen that yesterday a few times know that I buy the papers but seen a couple of things on Twitter where they were basically just exaggerating and um, and, and claiming that the the, the the scale of the task is much bigger than what he actually made do, I thought he'd done well, actually. I, I was saying to you just before we started, two things I thought that he'd done. A note, one, that he specified sort of from the get-go that words didn't really mean anything. Rhetoric's all good and well. I thought he sounded really good. He was basically saying the job at hand is much more important and judge him in time. Um, but the other thing that concerned me a wee bit was the fact that he was talking about Um, This situation with keeping the continuity of the team and and a winning formula. Now that's all good and well when Rogers was there but the the, the crux of what made Rogers so successful left with him and as far as I'm concerned if he's got any opportunity uh, starting properly, being supported and and having any possibility of success, the the people that failed miserably last season have to go. Primarily, that's Kennedy and that prick with a laptop has to go. He like just get him so far out. He just chase him. And that's why home. we're not invited. Here, here. Never dilute yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's got he's, he's got two hands tied behind his back. Straight away, if he starts with these guys, and if he's told you're not allowed your own background team work with these boys, I know Maloney's coming in, but you have to give this guy a chance to pick his own guys. Like what what chance has he got if he's working with people like that? Either have to go, they failed catastrophically. I don't know what that guy does to earn a wage. I mean, if you walked in Lennox Town and the first person you seen was Gavin Strachan, I think I'd walk back out.
1: I don't think he I don't think he categorically ruled out that they're still gonna be there. No, he, never, he, was, season, he was very
0: he was, he was very vague.
1: Uh, like yeah. like you say, he was very vague. I thought he, he was he came across very well, like very professional. Um mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't let a lad out. And at the same time he was very stern, he was like I don't think he's going to be a pushover like even when someone asked him about the pressure um, and the jump from like Australian football Japanese football to Scotland and he sort of brought the World Cup in like and you could tell right away that he's up for it like so um, he'd be definitely keeping the media on their toes like
2: I forgot to say Lee's doing this live from the Bush Tucker camp he's a uh... All on board the Ange
1: train. Oh, I'm a hundred percent aboard it. See, by the way, he looks like like you'd love him to be your dad or somebody. Like, he looks like one of the hard cunt Like, do <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You love him just to, like even the guy. I think it was your man, fucking Chris McLachlan, who was asking that question, and you just he was just looking at him with his eyes going, "I will fucking destroy you. I will pull them glasses off, break them between my legs, and just talking to eyes,
0: talking to <laughs> eyes. The first that that first shot of. Tyrade, your man went on when in his face he just sat there, just like, What are you going on about? He's, he just stared oh, through man. the lad, and the guy just keeps talking and talking. And he's like, <laughs> It was the longest question. Those people up there are not your friends, you have more friends than you. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and another thing the compliance <laughs> officers, and another thing the referees. <laughs> yeah,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if right. we would we mask on. Yeah. <laughs> didn't
2: didn't the last guy do a great job, Ange? <laughs> To
1: be honest, yeah. I got the same nauseating feeling as I did when I seen that mad Hancock video. <laughs> it was that it was it was that same sort of feeling. Like these boosting. Aye. Uh, um do you know what though? Like for a player, the boy, like it, it, at least he gave the Hancock get, or like,
0: post
1: Fuck! I can't give him nothing. The guy who <laughs> asked the, the guy who asked or who went on that rant. To be honest, he offered more than Banker. Why was Banker? Was his Banker still like? Is he? Is he breathing? Like, is Brian, he, he just sat here. there. He just sat there. Was he, like, it was, uh, see when he yeah. said
2: the question, it was like it takes a while to find uh, like a like a gem, and you're just like, well, firstly, no, it didn't. Lawwell's son found him. You did nothing, and uh, he just sat. He didn't say another word for the rest of the thing. Like he, has well, he's to, an absolute disgrace. Yeah, but he the needs wage. to go. Like actually, like you need want, genuinely wonder, Like, is he all there, or like because he just the whole board like, needs to go. To go. The, yeah, but that's obviously the, not going to happen. Like,
1: nah, I mean, well, be you can about... continue to put
0: pressure on them, and you can definitely seek to try and uh, sort of agitate for more transparency. The situation with the Celtic board hasn't changed, and I think people need to get on board with this as well. The goalposts haven't really changed Materialistically, Nothing's changed. We've got a manager in now, um, but fundamentally, the the. The rhetoric does not change, the fact that there's such a level of disdain still for the support does not change, albeit yesterday's a step in the right direction. I hope that people have not been kind of hoodwinked or blinded by the fact that what we've seen for the last year has been a manifestation of sort of years and years. It's not really, none's really, particularly changed. The board itself like, are a disgrace and bringing in a new manager overnight is not going to change that. There's so much work to be done um, with, with the football club. and um, I mean, we've We've got a few guests on, and there was a sort of central narrative for a while there about talking about greater fan autonomy, fan ownership, all that sort of stuff. That might be years and years and years down the line, but as far as I'm concerned, the board is still a disgrace. They're run by charlatans and Tories and people that are going to try and hoodwink the support. One thing I was fun, struggling to understand is, I actually thought Dominic McKay spoke all right, but he was talking about trying to get the fans back on board and getting more fans in the stadium and all that sort of stuff. And I'm watching the Euros and I'm watching countries like Hungary and Denmark. And they're absolutely running the show as far as the support being back in, the atmosphere being back in. I'm struggling to understand how we're discussing 2,000 fans going in a stadium. To be fair, I would want, want to try already,
2: to yourself to Hungary. I don't think that's where anyone's fair point. To, aim to be right now
0: fair point, but, well, you could talk about Denmark and all that sort of stuff as well. I, I'm struggling to understand how Hamden Park in the south side of Glasgow can have 12,000 fans and there's no problem with any of them. Thankfully, the people that are most susceptible to it have been vaccinated were at a situation. No, they need to go down that tangent and a route, but certainly going forward, the model of the club has to be to get the fans back on board and to do that, you have to get them back in the stadium. I'm struggling to understand they we discussing 2,000 fans coming back to a game when only last week we've seen 12,000 in Hamden and there could have been a hell of a lot more. I can't really understand how people are being asked to fork up five, six, up to seven hundred pounds in certain cases for season tickets, with the distinct possibility of again watching it via stream. I mean, that is mad. I don't
2: think it. I don't think it. I think it's just a minimum of two thousand because they can't like because some grounds obviously only hold like you know two or three thousand fans. Like so, I think who's the first game. Is that like West Ham for or something
0: uh, like that? Oh, sorry, a time castle. Wait, the, uh, the uh, West Ham. I certainly part.
2: Yeah, I'd say minimum. I'd say we'll get if twelve and a half is twenty five percent behind. Then I'd say we'll get at least 15, 15, twenty thousand And then I'd say by the end of August, most people will be back. Like I, I'm just buzzing to go and see them again. So I just want to even just to see how it, just they could be back playing. It's just, just funny
0: to yes. miss your face.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just want to. I want to get that terrible customer service at the pie stall. I just miss it all. Stuart's been rude to you. Like, bring it ding, all back.
1: <laughs> I, I can't wait for a bottle and a pie and just chant songs that um that are unbelievable. <laughs> can't wait passing again. Brilliant. Can't wait to sing that new pasta called glue song. <laughs> And maybe have a drink or two. And then so we'll I like. a title back cold glue. See who See ever come up with that song. By the very slim chance that you're listening to this.
0: I love you, mate. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it hasn't been in my head and like since it's come out. What do you mean? Fair slim chance. We get the second most amount of listeners behind Open Goal. <laughs> We've got the Ange bus uh, roadshow going on. Yes. <laughs> Ex- exactly, go take a run and fuck it yourself, Sladey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, what, uh, uh, what, what, what did you What
2: did you? What did you make of it? Because I know, like, obviously, you're like, you're driving the bus for them, uh, Lee. But uh, I know he talks better than the previous fella, but Ronnie talked an unreal game and. I let myself be hurt by going all in on that. Flannel, man. I don't, I don't want to quite, quite go all by you know. I just feel, I think this season's too late. I think it's nearly gone at this stage. It's a game in four weeks. We've no players. No one's coming in. They're turning down bids for IR. I don't understand that at all. They seem to have messed up the uh, the Edward deal. Uh, I, I think at this, I think the way they're talking about stabilizing and modernizing, I get the feeling that their aim is to kind of.
0: Couple
2: of years bridge the bridge the gap this year and get it down, and then maybe next year push on. But if we don't win the league this year, that's all that Champions yeah. League money for them, and they they they, yeah. they will never make the mistake that we have. See if they have their feet on our necks, they will bury us. Like there's not a chance they would let us back in. So I'm just quite worried. I say say we got Anjin when Lennon left. I'd have been happy days, but it was so late in the day, and it just looked. Like, can we find at least to be fair to me? He had a bit of a laugh and a joke about saying it okay from second to fifth. And I'm perfectly into I'm sure he's got all the right ideas, but I'm just worried, as Martin was saying, he hasn't got there's no talk anymore for the director of football. That seems to have gone. Hammond's left. The chief scout's not there anymore. I, those two dumb and dumber might still be sticking around. I'm just afraid that he hasn't got the backroom team that he's going to need to implement what he wants to do.
1: No, hundred percent. And to be honest, mate, um, I think I don't know whether it's like any manager who was going to be announced um, mm-hmm. after the whole Eddie Howe saga. It was going to be, you know, like even it was the idea that we'd never heard of this man before, and it was sort of like as you mentioned, Ronnie Dila. So, but mate, after a way, like it's just like right. It is. It's a, for me anyway. It's a fresh approach. It's it's someone. Um, not linked to Celtic in any way. Um, who like, and I say I've said this before. Like, I haven't, still haven't seen a bad word mentioned about him. Like, in, in interviews or you're seeing things on Twitter of Max players. So he's obviously held in high regard. Um, so I was always going to back whoever it was, just because it wasn't Lennon. And I don't, I don't mean that like. In a, in a really down. Well, listen, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, know, <laughs> don't know about that, but no, like, so. When he come, like as I say, like he comes across, he comes across very well. And if 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 the if the team plays the way he speaks and come, comes across, I think we're on the we're on the a winner. Um, like like the professionalism right away, it's night and day from the last manager. Um, he seems very clued in. Even as I was watching the the, the first training season. and automatically you can tell he's very hands on. Like he's he's barking and screaming all over the pitch. Um, familiarizing himself with everyone. Um. So like I said, I'm, I'm actually I don't know whether I'm being naive about this, but I'm actually a wee bit excited to see how the team actually play because he's talking about this 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 certain football that he plays, um like the attacking the attacking ball. football, ball. um but yeah so just to see what way it works out, like I do have my my doubts as well because we are so close away from this first Champions League game, and like. It's going to be really tough. Um, it just it, it, no matter if we bring players in. What is it like? Is it like twenty seven days away this first game or twenty six days? Yeah, is it even Tuesday? Shorter? Tuesday, three weeks or something. So Tuesday, yeah, three 20... weeks. I mean, that's like that's going to be completely honest. Like that's going to be a tough, tough task. Like, um, yeah, no, but not
0: going not to win
1: that game. Well, that's it. And especially with the current crop of players that we we'll have. Like we we'll have men in that team that are like air. Like by the way, he's publicly like see this like. This situation with Christopher Eyre, and I know that there's apparently talk that Celtic like knocked back 10 million pounds for him, but I, I can't remember. I don't know whose boys can can clear this up for me, but can you ever remember a player being so vocally open about wanting to leave Celtic or wanting to leave another club? Like, I know Voduca. what happens. Voduga yeah, yeah Viduca. Viduca's a great show, but he was literally on TV saying, I think it's, it's better for both parties that if, if Celtic let me go and I can move on to improve my career hold Absolutely. on a second mate first and foremost have a bit of respect for the club you're currently playing for like you're in a contractual agreement number one number two you were playing for fucking Clamonic two or three seasons ago like yeah. Chris Ayers is a good player don't get me wrong he was one of the like, standout players last season but I still believe that he's not the finished article far from the finished article don't get me wrong he probably could go to another club and, and, and improve radically but or, sorry drastically but like, just know your fucking know your level at the minute, mate. You're going you're going out there and fucking making yourself out to be to be some sort of superstar. Do you know? And even with Gee. with with Watson Edward, if we are going to sell these players, if these players don't want to be there, sell them. Get get rid of that. And that's if, if that would be my approach if I was the the manager to like, come uh-huh. in. Identify the players who don't want to be there. I think he touched on that in speaking the players when he gets when he when they get back, um to Glasgow, speak to them, see where they want to be, and then yeah, get rid of them. Bring in bring in players who want to be there because next season, you 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 mentioned that it. it's so so important with this automatic qualification in the Champions League, um and we need to get things right. We can't be taking any chances like with that last season. Like those players did not want to be there last year. Like Ayer. you could say Edward Christie. Get him so far, the fuck. Are he still there? Like,
2: Get him out of the office there. Him going to
1: Leicester. I'll drive. No problem at all. Dream straight down. There you go, mate. Enjoy your time at Leicester. No problem.
0: But, but so many of the prob- See what you just mentioned. I'd, I'd like to be optimistic because right? we've got a manager in here. What a look can build to the future. But taking it back to what Pierce says and then touching slightly on what you just says Lee, there's so many fundamental things to pick up there. Like unbelievable. So you're going on about these players, some of them which succeeded so incredibly under the stewardship of Rogers and then overnight they turn into want away players and they're no performing and they're doing this and they're doing that so that fundamental always comes back to bad management we've created this model within a sort of toxic environment within the club and it evidently players do not want to be there, there's fundamental problems even for the youth players wanting away right through to the senior players the problem I've got, if you've got a model at Celtic that's meant to be Nourish, develop talent and then sell them for the best price you can. Why are we backing ourselves into a corner to a point where we're leaving them with six months to a year left in a deal and then potentially getting no money for them? Edward, if Edward was going to go, he should have went last season. exact same applies with Chris Julian. The best talent that you have, you should be getting rid of, if that's your business model, at the optimum time to achieve the most amount of money possible. We were talking about realistic bids of 40 million for Edward. Now we're looking at 10 million. We paid ten million to PSG. You're not going to get any money back on them. You just made a loss essentially with the sell on with Edward. And then Ayers not too dissimilar, <clears throat> ten million pound. He was only last season getting talked about twenty three million pound to AC Milan. There's certain players at our club that could go for great sums of money. If again, if that's the model and the route that they want to go do down to make money, fundamentally they know this season that they had to speculate to accumulate. They knew that because if we win the league in Scotland, you get thirty five mm-hmm. to forty million pounds for the Champions League. So I'm struggling to understand why we've taken so long in the day to get a manager in place that was recruited by the City group. I'm struggling to understand why we're not going to support them properly. I'm struggling to understand if you want to bring a head coach and why you're not bringing in a director of football. I'm struggling to understand why we've not identified senior players. And I'm really struggling to understand why within the current market, because of the, the political ramifications of Brexit, it's going to be so much more difficult to bring certain players in. I'm really struggling to understand how we don't have a scouting system at the club. I I, I hate admitting this. Well, it's not admitting; it's just my opinion. I've got a massive, massive doubt over next year, and I I have to agree with what Pierce was saying. I think it's a huge undertaking for the guy. If all was well, if everything was in place, if there was a director, if if there was a heady scouting, if there was other players there that, there was a nucleus a really top team already and he could add to it and this guy had all the apparatus and all the infrastructure in the world and he could just come in mould his, his philosophy and take it on the pitch I'm in mean, no doubt the Celtic could go and win that league I still don't think they're great shakes but they're organised they're structured and they're, they're disciplined they know their roles and they've got a really pretty solid team and they'll invariably add to that one or two positions we've got an absolute Herculean task for the backroom all the way to the players and I just think this season, considering what's at stake and the ramifications that I could have two, three, four, five years down the line, I'm struggling to understand why we've been such pricks about this. The, the, the whole thing reeks of mismanagement to the very operational launches of the board right down. And I, 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 I feel terrible in saying this, but I think we'll pay for that next season. I'm struggling to understand how we're that league considering the, the, the gravitas of the task at hand and the amount of changes that needs to be made. I mean, you look at our first team, we need about eight players. Yeah. Like, like, it's not very often that you have a situation where you get to pull around eight, nine players, you gel them all together, and next minute they go out and win games. We've got a game coming up to go in the Champions League. Is anyone in their right mind thinking we're going to go meet you? Man? He's a break. I mean, any team takes a bit of time to gel. Rodgers' first game got beat off a of Lincoln Reddins. Like, look at Strachan against Bratislava. But I just think we're, I think we're high are high our heads if we think we're going to go and progress for that tie, it's an yeah. absolutely massive, massive no. undertaking. I know that I didn't wish the lad all the best. I hope he does well, but invariably, second is last and first is everything. And if he doesn't win the league, I think there'll be a lot of pressure on him because he was essentially a full guy when he came in. Anyway, ninety nine percent of the Celtic support will give him their complete backing, but unless he's backed, it's all good and well. Supporters saying that they'll back him, unless he's backed, he's doomed for failure. That's my take on it.
1: One million percent, one million percent. Like, and, and <clears throat> see, just touching on that. Sorry, Pierce, about before we, before before we move on, like you can look back at Martin O'Neill. Um, Martin O'Neill sort of hit the ground running. Remember his first game against yeah. uh that lap over one six two. Um, but he was backed, He brought in a core, um, crap of quality players. So you're one million percent. Like, it's very important that the fans back him, but it's much more important that the board back him. And we do need to bring in. Quality, quality players as soon as possible. Like it's an absolute crane that it's going on in July, and we still have players that apparently didn't want to be there last season, and we still haven't. Like uh-huh. there hasn't even been an indication that there's going to be a ceiling. There's been a couple of rumors. I know that windows can been open since the fourth of June. So exactly, it's exactly. exactly. and there's no doubt there is We'll, man, we'll go get two lone players
0: at 12 o'clock at night we'll, <laughs> Look what we've done We've brought you a player from M.K. Dons Enjoy no, just, him We've <laughs> just re saying <laughs> Robbie Keenan at <aren't> these dogs we are going to get a Man City cast
2: <laughs> But nice.
1: there is, we're there's going to be now. He's in. Shan- oh, he's for Rovers. Did he get the? Did he get the deal? there was-, was rumors that he was going uh, No.
2: There, there was a paper. that He was supposed to be arrested yesterday. There was a warrant out for his arrest yesterday. So. Oh, Jesus. I don't know me. if we're technically allowed to comment on that matter. Yeah, well, <laughs> <my fault. laughs>
1: but there yeah. is, there is obviously. we too tidy. Trans- that's it. With transfers, no, there is going to be ramifications. Obviously, this whole Brexit thing, but. I think it uh we do. We need we, big Anz needs to be back as soon as possible because that game is getting closer and closer and like to be honest, it could be worse than Mitchelland. Um and again no. it's naivety. Thank me. God it's not a fast really. That's it. It's naivety, I think we wanna beat them by four or 5 nil. to be honest, even with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
2: blank faith. It's the biggest game of the season because they win that like yeah, at least I guaranteed. Well not the biggest game of the season but like that gets you into the Europa League at the least. Yeah. We need to be in yep. Europe. I know he's gonna take time. I'm quite worried that he's gonna bring Rogic back into the team. I'm petrified of that because that fella's done. But uh like I think he he's I think everyone has to give him I'm not gonna I am not i do not blame the Champions League or anything on him. That's nowhere no, I'll oh. play
1: Devils. I for a second and even with the thought of like Ruggish and even Griffiths because he was asked about Griffiths in that press conference yesterday and he said he's basically going to play it by ear and see how he reacts and how how he wants to do and he can basically say his own future right? here's the thing right? this is my, my feeling on with last year we need to be completely honest there was a lack of professionalism at that club you had huh. let's be honest quality quality players like Odds award is prime example here and when you're going to work every single day, and the standard at that football club that you're playing for is pathetically poor, your performances on the pitch are going to are going to suffer. No, like one hundred million percent. So with the like of Ruggies and the likes of Griffiths, I mean, didn't really want to get like sort of zoned in on this or these comments of Lennon lately about his, what he said about Lee Griffiths and stuff. And we've talked about this um, before we come on air with with Griffiths.
0: It's
1: embarrassing. It was absolutely embarrassing for a man like Lee Lennon, who, in my opinion, is the most narcissistic, egotistical head case to ever be attached to our club. This whole idea that he's Mr. Saldek, who was getting paid an absolute fortune to be in a job position that many, many people across the world would do for free, and he's being labelled as Mr. Saldek. We need to get that out there, first and foremost. He hung, on, then, he hung on for the payoff. Well, yeah, i just to say that. They, well, he was about, talking about professionalism. And... Like he's talking uh, about people not pulling their
0: weight. You shouldn't I'm be
2: there like, after look at the point. size of his weight. He want to be talking about he, other people's
0: size. He was he ta- basically he was talking rib- about he just ripped them. Yeah. yeah, he got he's, be, he's been given a free hit though. I mean, he's become a media darling ever since he's been willing to slag selling. Like. And any time he's willing to then go in front of a scumbag like Tom English or something, they just give him a free run to say whatever he wants. I'm not defending Griffiths. I've said before, and my opinions are pretty consistent on him. Uh, and and no no rhetoric for him on his part about open goals going to change that he evidently was unfit he failed his group test he done he, he had fundamental problems and that's the reason he wasn't in the squad and squad as well, um if it was up to me he wouldn't be getting a, another contract at Celtic because he was another person that sort of and just just highlighted or lack of professionalism but he was only he was only one individual I was going to say that now if you look at someone like Lennon and Lennon was talked about can coming back with full pay and all that sort of stuff. As you just said, this is a guy that hung around for weeks and weeks and weeks extra just to get an extra pay off. But the the situation we're in, if you just compare it and contrast it to any person that's listening that has a boss, if your gaffer came in on a Monday morning, stinking a baby, came in reeking, you were meant to be looking at like analysing something for your work and he just says, oh, I didn't worry about that, we don't do that anymore. Or he just started Eroding the professional element within the organization, yeah. then he's other people within in. the yeah, other people would be like, Well, fuck, what am I trying for them? What am I doing? I mean, the gaffer doesn't even bother, he's coming and reeking every morning, he's, he's not really that interested. We're half arseing it through the day, and then you know, uh, you, people have to understand yes, there's an emotional attachment, yes, it's absolutely colossal, it dictates your life, but ultimately, for a lot of these lads like you, Edward to this world, that people forget that's their job they're football players so it's going to have an impact it's going to have a detrimental impact on your ability to perform at a top level on a Saturday if the, the, the work through the week isn't done properly he was a massive problem in that but again I keep stressing this I've said this so many times it wasn't Lennon's fault just per se Lennon it was the board's fault for appointing them. he should never have yeah. been appointed in the first place he failed catastrophically the first time round he got lambasted and pointed out by Ronnie Dyla who most would Agree, kind of failed to meet the standards at Celtic, but was a nice guy, and I still think he'd done all right and he, he definitely done better than what he was given credit for. He came in and says he was given an unfit team, an unprofessional team.
2: Chips and cold, went,
0: yeah, yeah. He went away to Bolton, failed, went to Hibs, failed, got a job back at Celtic. What's going on? Like, uh, if they know the the, the the magnitude of the task post rogers why are you getting in Lennon? Why then are you going and going for a guy that's essentially not again not having a pop a uh, call group? But why then are you going and getting a guy after months of delay that's essentially a paid up member? Uh, the city group, the whole thing is stinking. Fundamental changes need to be made at Celtic like, and it starts in the boardroom. That I can't understand why you're looking at potentially 35 million guaranteed next year and you're still pissing about. We've still no signed a player, in fact, we it's have signed one player. Yeah, that 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 doesn't even know who signed him, yeah. who signed the ladder for Sheffield United at uh, uh, Wednesday that, rather. Sorry, absolutely, that
1: Great would
2: have chance. been Hammond.
1: Yeah, I was just even
2: back on, it, that on was the January or something, just back on the, on the Lennon thing. Like, he's just got a... have got like a few, like loads of issues with it, and that fella says, but I, I don't think neither him nor Griffiths have the intelligence to realize that they were put on day after each other. To be played as a media, like, like let's, <laughs> let's talk about this, and then like that's what, straight away, like well, Griffith shouldn't be saying that because he's on contract, and the, the issue with Lennon, that the club should have done that any proper company in any walk of life would do. If someone's being sacked, you sign a non-disclosure agreement. You don't talk about anything that's happened. He's been out there with his new agent uh, down in England doing pieces in the Times, just ripping the club apart. And he is like, i actually, I don't even, I hate even talking about him, but he's no. Self awareness, it's everyone else's fault by his fault, and like most people knew it wasn't just his fault, it was the player's fault as well. But he's honing in on it's everyone else by me. He's on radio having a fight with your man from the SFA. Now, whether he's right or wrong for me is irrelevant in this matter because he should they shouldn't have went and he's still defending it. Like it's just the indefensible with him. But I'd rather just talk about Ange. I don't know if yeah. you still want to talk about Lennon because we are where we are, we've got Ange, we've got a game in. Four weeks. But that least, uh, honest,
1: that's actually what I was gonna to touch on. Just it, uh, <laughs> it was sort of just talking about Lennon and, and players like like quality talent playing under an in-app manager. So like with Lange Posta Coglu coming in, is it is it a fresh chance for players like Ragic and Griffiths?
0: Hi, of course, of course All, when I'll a new preferable. manager always comes in, have every, every every person's got a free it, but my my problem with players like Roderick, roderick has been incredible he's given celtic like, some of the best memories we'll have in our lifetime um primarily that invincible goal and, and but he's been unbelievable you think back to the game against Kilmarnock with we the you, some of the goals he you scored five the... 6 years ago though
2: so, like, exactly
0: know. and I, I i think sometimes within football there's a there's a sort of romanticism and people struggle to differentiate between the reality of the situation and and they the, the become revisionists with the history. He's been an amazing player. I just personally think that he can barely last 60 minutes. On his day, he's a class act, can change games. But should he be playing every week in the midfield? I wouldn't say so. Um, I think there's structural failings at the club, and we need to identify plenty of players in plenty of positions, and you need a person that's brave enough to go and get a player a far, far higher calibre than guys like John Joe Kenny. Um, Greg Taylor and the likes they should just be nowhere near the club there's so many positions that need to be sorted but all of the players that are there at the moment and including the young laddies have all got a a, a chance to impress they've all got a pre-season coming up where they need to be able to show their credentials and stake stake a claim and say I'm good enough to be in this team but um, he keeps talking about his his, his willingness to play youth players I like that I like the fact that he he sounds like he wants to gamble the problem I have and it comes back to what we were saying earlier that he's not got two or three seasons here. This guy's not going to have two or three seasons to develop this sort of philosophy, bring young laddies and play a certain style of football and implement his way on a team, or essentially a young team, and, and make them play good football. He's not going to get that time. This season, you no, need to go and win that
2: league. is a fickle game and obviously everyone's back yes. at the moment and you have to but if we get knocked out of that European qualifier, don't Pressure's win at playing on. castle on the fourth game of the season and we've got that lot at the end of August and we've yeah, if we don't go, if we go get beat there, the pressure is going to be. You'll
0: never, you'll never have understood pressure like that, and and it's not no, just I, that. It's like
2: everyone will be out from, and that media who yeah. aren't his friends, as as your yeah. man said, like right, uh, What do they love uh, to slag like foreigners. He will be yeah. easy prey, target, absolutely. Go for him, like he Aye. he will not. see He's talking about being like a very chill guy. That guy has no clue what he's coming into. Yeah, he he'll, you know, he'll age now. in a
0: couple of months. And and it's really hard as well to be able to cope with that. It's not just the scrutiny for the support. It's not just the sounds and the rumblings for the stands. It's like what you were just saying the now. These people are the worst. Like, see the media in this country. They're the absolute dregs of society. And I'm struggling to understand still as a club why we're spoon-feeding leaks to the sun. Who, that just baffles me. But things like what you were just saying the now without touching too heavily on it, you were saying about... They used the the Lennon situation with Griffiths, uh, uh, spot on. Of course they did. It was for their own benefit. It's to get headlines, it's clickbait stuff. They'll be doing that with him, left, right and centre. They'll be scrutinising every single thing that he does because they've set him up for failure. And again, going back to, if he's not supported properly, which evidence suggests at the moment he's not, he's not got an infrastructure to to, to support him. I think that guy's really, really going to struggle and he could become quite easily an isolated figure a guy coming for Australia, worked in Japan, living in Scotland, doesn't really understand the climate, doesn't understand the magnitude. He's not getting seasons at this job. You know, the only way he'll beat Celtic in two, three seasons' time is if he wins a league each season. That's it. If he doesn't win I, the league this season, he's off.
1: I think the next so seven to a 10 break days, in the contract next year. I think the next seven to ten days are going to be absolutely crucial in that guy's career. Like, yeah. like he needs to be backed. The board need to come out. They need to... Just get rid of those players who don't want to be there. They need to provide him with the funds to go into the next season and just fucking, just have a team. That, I know what that you're saying there, but,
0: but it's hard as well though, Lee. Like, you're saying there now but like getting rid of the players that didn't want to be there. What if other teams didn't want them? Or at the price that they're marketing? Man, <laughs> like, you're going to have, so have teams I'm, who, I'm, want I'm, Iron, I'm, who
1: want Chris I'm, Iron, who want alternate award, and even no, 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 That's not no, going to be no, up, dis- up, surely.
0: I don't know. The, Honestly, I think that, I think you're always going to have a set, like, again, taking it back to a workplace environment, there's always going to be a situation where some geezers or or women's working in their job and they're thinking, fuck, I did not really want to be here. And it brings the morale of the rest of the team down. And maybe two, three, four years down the line, they're still there, still complaining, saying, fuck, I wish I wasn't here. Well, for these guys, it's their job. It might be the case that they didn't want to go to another job, their contract may nobody's be as good, their personal terms no was good, might be a situation where they've got kids or they're at school or whatever. There's loads of different stipulations in life why players can't move to certain clubs. I I just think that there's, I think fundamentally I think the biggest problem last year wasn't necessarily even just the players, I think it was they were so grotesquely mismanaged
1: well, and percent. that yeah,
0: and that caused the problems behind the scenes and then why they weren't performing on the pitch. Exactly. Um, that's I mean, why, you,
2: that's you, why you have uh, sorry, just quickly, that's why you have stuff like Iyer coming out and saying he wants to leave because it's total, just like, it's amateur now in that place. It's a like, yeah. for all It just, like, shouldn't be happening. The
1: thing as uh, well, Martin, I, I, you touched on it at the start of the show. The reason why we're only getting £10 million is because Chris Iyer and Odds and Award are going to the last year of their contracts. were in a... Total stupidity. Football football is, no matter what, teams from other countries like England, with the, with, with the amount of money that they have, they're capitalists, they're going to thrive on opportunities like this where players are their last year of the contract, this is what we're going to offer. They're not going to be paying 25, 30 million. And that's probably why you've seen the likes of Watson and deal to go on the list there. That broke yeah. down. That's why you're seeing the likes of £10 million coming in for Chris Iyer and fans are coming on and saying, that's not enough money for Chris Iyer. and You need to be realistic. Yeah, but, you, but
0: also, but if, you, but, if you, but, if you, but if you've got a business model, like, so... We've got a business model, apparently, at Celtic. Understandably, right? Not that I always agree with it, but understand the premise behind it. We play in a fairly provisional league. We have an absolute pittance of an amount of money for TV, which is derisory. If you win the league, I think it's £1.8 million, all told £2.5 million. Nothing. It's absolutely nothing. So we're, we're behind massively to start with. So take away the market inside it and take away the sponsorships and all that sort of stuff. We barely get any money. Uh, so there's there's no much in the way of financial parity. So if our model is develop the best players that we can, sell them on at the best price we can, that means you have to sell them at their peak. So why before. would you... Ha- Everyone should have yeah, exactly. exactly. So if you've got an asset, you sell your asset at the top at the, at the top value. That's common sense. So if that's our business model, we've then failed to implement our own business model. Odds was getting talked about as a £40 million pound player. And now mm-hmm. he's £10 million. The only way you're ever going to get money for Edward is if there's an absolute fucking belt a season this year and agrees to sign a new contract. Worst case scenario, he does have a decent season, but he's going to go for free anyway. So you yeah, fucked yourself. Quite... You... It's yeah. done.
2: And I was sent to people last summer, like, you need to sell these guys. Because if you want to be a player trading club, which is where we should be, these player people have to go. You sell them and you get Tane in. And as I showed you, we know why he didn't come in, how they fucked that up in the end. the Tane deal. But just, like... So Edward's, I have the feeling I have what Edward is and if I was a team in England right I, like Celtic are going to be absolutely desperate in August and you'll get him for less than what you'd get now so yeah. hang on a few months he'll be gone, Christy does that Monaco thing but Christy's a money grabbing bastard, I'd say he'll go for free in January uh, I wouldn't be up Then so here's the devil's advocate with Edward you not sell him try and get him to play out of his skin and get us into the Champions League next year, so that he yeah. really makes up for the
1: money you've lost on it. But that's not no player's gonna try everything. If he's Here's the free thing: the next fans year. are gonna if, like. If you're asking me a yeah, question, I'm gonna say hundred percent. But I'm not. You know, we like the board. Like, are they willing to do that? Are they willing? At the end of the day, like Martin said, they're praised assets. Um, Are they gonna be willing to do it? I don't think so. Nah. No.
0: Well, the but you couldn't trust the board to do anything. The, the, again, yeah, exactly. the, just going back to my just going back to my point. This is a board. Have a model selling players at the best possible time, and they have failed catastrophically. There was three or four players that should have went last season. They didn't do that. Arguably, there was players that should have went the season before. They didn't do that. So now you've got a fucking rebuild that's so huge in scale, and you're chasing your tail. Like the the the, the fundamental infrastructure of this team should have been put in place a year, two years ago. And we should have built on the success of Rodgers, but we didn't. And we do this all the time. This is just history repeating itself. We've done it after the Lions. We've done it after the Quality Street Gang. We've done it after the Centenary. We've done it after O'Neill. We're doing it now. But we do it all the time. It's not anything new, but it's absolutely diabolical mismanagement for a board that have utter contempt for the team. All they're bothered about is their stake and about their dividend. And they're not really that interested, I don't think, in the fans. And that's been highlighted. But ultimately, the ones that will pay the price is the support. I mean, you're paying I... six, £700 for a season ticket. You're, the, the, the the problem with like, Celtic, I just think, is that had we had any foresight, this would never have happened. We'd have never been in this position. It's just, it's total and utter stupidity and um, it was completely and utterly avoidable and I, I'm the most optimistic person in the world but I just can't see, well, I can actually see us winning the league this year but I don't think realistically we're going to.
2: Nah, the plan from them, clearly was uh, just just get to the 10th. Just, just, yeah. just get to that end of that season. Because yep. like, they had no we'll plans. Take for like, and the, I think they all thought we'd win that league and we'd all ride off into the sunset as heroes. And something will manufacture. Now that they've absolutely fucked it and we're so yeah. far behind the eight ball, it's incredible. Like which... here's,
1: wait, here's the thing. How come I flip this all on its head? Like, realistically, how can Celtic save this season? How can we go into Michelin yeah. for even? How can we start the season? Oh, you can't. Maybe you imagine it? You can Ten Castle first no, no. game of the season. How but, can we hit the ground running? What does Anne's post need to do? I think at this yeah, stage Martino, how, can we, how can we how can it happen? You need to, uh, you a it, you to go, to go back Leicester about and
0: you say, seven or eight. we
2: have Brendan back? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and get Kean Tierney instantaneously. If a uh, if, no, you'd have to go back about seven, eight weeks in time. If, if the model that you're what operate at the moment was go forward post the Coglu, you'd have to have recruited them in proper juice course, you'd have to have got a director of football that was suggested, get away from all the media talk, do your business quietly, build a team around who he's comfortable with, bring in guys that he, he knows, bring in an analyst, bring in a head of scouting, bring in a director of football, support them adequately by bringing in the proper players as of the 1st of June, and you would have possibly had a decent chance of um, doing something. We've got a situation where we've not got a captain, we've not got a head of recruitment, we've not got a director of football, we've got a guy very isolated that doesn't know the league, um, a guy that's never coached in Europe. Um, we're coming four weeks up to a game which is absolutely colossal against a very well organised, structured Danish team. And I, honestly. Uh, oh, shit. I, crap. That's what They're crap. Yeah, you're no, about, like, I, the, what do you honestly
2: what, think? What, what, I, what do you think is going to happen? I, I,
0: I completely... Just look as it stands right now. What's our strongest team? What's our strongest team? Who's going to go and goals? Bain or Barkas. You've got Taylor at Barkas. the back. This is going to be a Champions League qualifier. Then you've got a situation where you've got Julian potential if he's fit next to Welsh. He's out with
2: Beaton Welsh. Welsh. Beton and Welsh will play. Yeah.
0: So bad. yeah. And then right back, Rouston potential at the moment. Fuck I'd me. I'd rather go-
2: Irish guy.
0: Yeah. Well, I would rather I'd rather play me. Then you've got a situation where you've got a uh, centre midfield probably play Rodjick um, nah, that's not going to happen oh, McGregor Forrest on one he might go 4-4-2 I think um, Erlen Usozovski who's going to play on the other side
2: He'd, we need a winger he's talking about playing 4-3 for yesterday he needs to get wingers in the door ASAP yeah yeah. I but think we're on.
0: going Here, oh maybe we can again he... what a laugh that would be and then uh, you'll, have Griffiths up, you'll have Griffiths up front maybe with Mike Johnson off him or something like that, that potentially could be your team going into a must win match
2: Fucking <laughs> Sorry, what a
0: laugh! Rousting on one,
2: <laughs> <and> another. <laughs> on Here's he the thing:
0: here, the here, greatest here. agent of all time. He's it's sort of it's local. sort of hard.
1: It's sort of hard to like. It's sort of hard to come away from the negative things at the minute. It really, really is like, um, because we don't really know what is going on in the background. Like yeah. they talked yesterday about you know we're trying to work on a few scenes. Every time he said that he was saying, but it is really hard with the current climate and everything that's happening with Brexit and stuff. We have heard it all before. I think let's call a spade a spade. That first Champions League qualifier, everyone's writing us off. I'm not. Midtjylland are not a good team. They got pumped last year off that mob. We'll do them. I think we'll do that team. No joking. And this isn't even being positive fucking Peter (laughs) here. Positive Peter. (laughs) I think we'll do them. No matter what team we have, we could do and no sweat.
0: I'm going to be confident Connor, Listen. and say that we're going to pump them 5-9 come yeah. on
1: the person fuck it know what I mean let's get just get on the answer and let's let it be not just let it just get aboard <laughs> just, it instead it of taking over your life no. man. Yeah.
0: just band it it's hard as fuck no. But it's the reality of the situation as well, though. We're, yeah, we're, it. It's not It's not as if we're going into this fully confidence or we're a team that's established itself over the last couple of years. We're, we're going in quite low on confidence with a group of players that never performed well last season. And moreover, we're going into it with a really weakened, depleted team. I mean, just going off what I was just saying earlier the other night, there's a few, obviously, gems still on that team. There's a nucleus, a decent team. But some of the players on that team are fucking horseshit. They shouldn't be squad players that say, like, Greg Taylor, no thanks, see you later on. Tony Ralston, what is still going on with that laddie? Dundee United and St Johnston, he couldn't get a game on loan. How is, well, how is Baines, he merited another contract? Dad has
2: the contract to rebuild Roger house Lawell's house.
0: Yeah, a, he must be getting the contract to something. rebuild the fucking garage or something. He's a builder of the trade or something. It's just madness. Um, there's loads of players here that aren't fit to have another contract. I'm really struggling to understand how we're at a position so weak and low on quality. I watched the highlights the other day of the Man City game, and I was looking at the Celtic team, I was just comparing it to now just a few seasons ago like fuck me just night and day they would do beat this. us like, <laughs> they'd beat us like 29 like uh we just all we need to do is we need to just go and speak to Brendan and just say listen Brendan all is forgiven 10 hell meeting we send the
2: GoFundMe and we on that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that look like, I, I like i'm like i'm like one of the least positive people but i think you just have to Never, roll, roll, roll with it yeah. <laughs> roll with it now. Yeah. See, see when thing. he talks. See the thing. If you get excited, it's just I don't think he's got what he needs. Like I think it could be another case. Of he's. I think he's going,
1: uh, to, go down. A, a, going to be a right, statue right. in
0: five years. I'd say Parkhead. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. No, what, what Pierce is saying, I kind of get away from the the evidence, the weight of evidence at hand, always goes in favour of what Pierce is saying there, and I, I was saying it earlier on. You, the guy has got two hands behind his back straight away with a sticky dynamite up his arse because he's not being supported adequately. And if he can't even get the bare basics right for the get go, how do you expect the guy to succeed? I mean, if if he starts that season with Kennedy and Striking, like it's, just don't forget yep.
2: That for me, yeah. Yeah. nah, it's I nice don't, to to be don't want to be there.
1: It's
2: it not
1: Going I'm
0: to See,
1: to be
2: here, no matter what. I just have a fear for them that we won't win at Town Castle and they'll beat us and we'll be way off the off the mark straight away. And they're coming they're from, from the, the championship,
1: lads, hearts. We're not talking about hearts. I know the term four of the first game of the season. going to be fans up.
0: back. Uh, it's a big pressure though, honestly. First, first domestic pressure. game of the season. No, honestly, as first domestic. No, the Tine Castle is a
2: hard up. See if they give him a handy one or, like St. Mirror. That's all eyes on that. it's
1: hundred percent. I understand the price here, I understand it's ten Castle. We're talking about a team coming from the fucking championship. Like we shouldn't be looking at I know that, that we should like being realistic, the team that we currently have. But if we are no, not bringing no, new players, the we are be getting into that game confident. Like look at our core players here, right? We have eleven men that we half. have.
2: Julian's not right. back in Julian. September though, so right. going to
1: be coming back to start of next season. You've Julian, you've McGregor, Forrest, Turnbull, Sorrow. For me, that's our core group of players going forward. Who else would you include in there?
0: It's technically Edward up. if he
1: stays. No, Taylor the, is
2: technically part of the core group. Fuck, for some
1: kind of oh, year, I, like that—that's so poor. Like Martin, like we've talked about, talked about him loads and loads of times. He will do decent against teams like Hearts at Tynecastle. But he's not going to do it he? This
0: can't, even do decently. he can't even do beat a player. All he'll do is he'll run up a line, check his cell. He can't even defend properly.
1: Like, he's, he's a
2: he's terrible, and he's terrible shy. player.
0: He was a mediocre, mid-rate player at Kilmarnock and a fairly defensive team that overachieved for one season. And then
2: oh, got actually, Balling coming back. So, like, Oh, yes,
0: please. <laughs> oh, Balling ball, ball Golly. Might be signing <laughs> Might uh,
2: Aaron Hickey, which is another weird one for me. Uh, could have signed him last year for half the price. Yeah, And we're coming back for him again this year. It, it, he's again, home, He's me.
0: homesick in Italy, apparently.
2: Yeah, but it reeks to me, though. Again, we've no scout network. And it's just, oh, we'll go None. back to who we looked for before.
0: And does Posta Coglu want these players? Because I guarantee a pound to a pen over the next two, three weeks we'll be looking at players that say, like have been looking at for the last two, three years. Like, who who is he bringing in that's his own men? You, like, I don't know. He hasn't
1: it's, read it out, do he, Faria? I think he categorically I think if if he wasn't thinking about it, he would have just turned around at that press conference yesterday and says, No, Strachan and Canley are gonna be part of my team.
0: Yeah.
1: I think he hasn't like, ruled like I think he hasn't ruled out he hasn't ruled out changes happening. Um neither Mackay was asked about Strachan, I'm gonna is Strachan gonna be a director of football, and he says no. Um he didn't rule out the director of football happening. Um again, it's so so close to the season. Last year was a calamity. It was a complete and utter clusterfuck from the very start of the season. There were so many decisions that made that just made that it was just embarrassingly bad. I think with a new man in, if if like as he comes across, he seems like he's a strong character. Is he demanding players? Is he looking at that current team and going, "No, we need to bring players in as soon as possible"? Um, and I think, like I said, the, the next seven to ten days is crucial. For the beginning of the season, if we recruit well over the next couple of weeks, I'm confident we could hammer hearts at has at the start of the season. Fuck them! They're a championship that's club; no. that's where they belong.
2: Yeah, well, we could barely get past them in the cup final took a penalty shootout. So that's
1: again, but again, not to not to go back on them, but come back on that. You had a man in place who was clearly fucking so unprofessional. How can you thrive on that? You can't. A team. No matter what, a team cannot thrive when you have a man in place that is so inept. You can't begin in the games against even Hearts in the Cup final. Yeah. There was so much pressure on that team. There was so much pressure on that occasion. Aye, it looked
0: like none of them the the even going the each other. It looked like they'll
1: hate each other. Yeah, exactly. It was the least I've ever been happy with. You'd love to be a fly the You'd really love to be a fly in the wall in that team's room. All of a sudden, must be sitting there going, "Who hey, the fuck's this guy? What's happening?
2: Imagine being one of those fly on the wall documentaries. I'd have loved to have seen it though it <laughs> <the best laughs> television <program laughs> it ever when, when,
0: when they, when they, they done the one against that. Motherwell and the changing room I was a bit greeting watching that. the, the Rodgers one it was just like uh, it just kills you but uh, I don't know here's the thing as
2: listen well. to, to Lee I have never I think we we'll win the league <laughs>
1: <laughs> like 12 points <laughs> did you say did you say Chapman's League or League <laughs> so, I, I, see no, the thing for, is, it's so gets here's, my, the... here's my feeling on it here's my feeling on it right there was so much negativity last year like not, again I don't want to become the, like the ultimate fucking like optimist here so much negativity with everything that was going on in the world number one number two the way Celtic were playing last year the decisions that weren't made Lennon being in place the lack of engagement with the fans the fucking hack of our Twitter feed our social media accounts have been absolutely poor players just wanting away left right and centre I see to be honest I can't I cannot take any more negativity especially with something that I invest so much interest in and mostly I can't do it (laughs) I'm all about the answering lads just personally um, toot toot (laughs) I'm on mate I'm (laughs) on conducting the fuck out of it I just need to be positive about this I think for me has two aims it's getting to the
2: Europa League and be in touch with them by the time we play them at the New Year's game at home. I think
1: that's, that's, that, that's what you have I think that's see, very. But... I think that's very realistic. Like, if, lean on the head with the Europa League thing. Let's be honest, it's going to be a miracle if we get in the Champions League. It, <laughs> that's going to be the, I the ultimate. I like, might about it? Talk about right, listen, it's that's like it. That's it. It's like
2: me winning Love Island it. this year. It's not going to happen. That's so, it. Like, just <laughs> <forget about> it. <laughs> don't
1: know, me. I'd, I'd vote
2: for you, mate. I'd vote for you. Me and the foot fella. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, people wait. are
1: freaks. Right, oh, I listen, um, like I say, he came across really. Postacogli came across really well. Don McKay, you would love someone to look at look at you. Though. Don McKay looks a postacogli. The like I would do his hairline.
0: Hairline, <laughs> uh, yeah. what a hairline! <laughs> uh,
1: he, he has definitely flew to another country and got one of those her her jobs done.
0: I've been in Australia powerful. for all
1: that time in Japan Oh, never I'm so jealous of it man Absolutely powerful <laughs> but, um,
0: no, I'm listen- starting to look like Julian Lesko over here That's <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> My forehead starts at my ears but Every time I go to the barber
1: He's like taking it up another inch I'm like, what? Is
0: I, went like, I, I went to the barber's other day I went to the barber's other day He said he was due me money It was fucking unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> what do you
2: want To put off the floor <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man Right <laughs> lads um, It's been a pleasure We'll wrap it there um, when, will we, when will we Crack on again For the start of the season Or When we eventually Manage to buy a player well, At we'll 12 it, o'clock we'll and go live For the main stand
1: We'll have a couple of guests um, Lined up We've we'll got a few of, belters actually said about, There's going to be There's going to be A couple of cracking guests Coming on So um, Yeah That's going to be exciting also, I'm a, I like a wee flutter from time to time and I'm going to say that the next time we speak on this podcast that there's going to be a couple of signings brought in and John Joe Kenny is going to be a club captain. Um, He's going to play his first match against Aberdeen, snap Scott Brown and laugh at him. That's my right,
0: lads. Good luck. God bless. Uh, Brilliant We catch-up and um, we'll do it again soon. Have a good one, lads. Yeah, lad, right? Land, yeah. Take care. Bye, bye, bye.
2: I'm